Welcome back to the Growing Lean Podcast. This is your host, Ethan Halfide. Another great episode sponsored by the award-winning Lean Discovery Group, software development firm. Um, I'm so happy to be here with Dennis Klemp. He's a business coach and consultant with a focus on helping individuals and organizations improve performance across the board. Welcome, Dennis. Please tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Thanks. Thank you, Ethan. First of all, thank you for thank you for having me um, on the podcast. I appreciate it. And, um, and I was thrilled to have the opportunity to talk to you a little bit, have a, have a casual conversation, but kind of give some information about who I am and what I do and those things. So first of all, I have a Fortune 500 background. I actually, I went into um, selling uh, to begin with as a salesperson with a 3M business product center uh, here in St. Louis, and they were an independent distributor for 3M. Eventually, I ended up working for 3M directly, but I've also worked for companies like Sprint, uh, Xerox, Xerox Connect, um, and I've, I've had a pretty good background in corporate America. In 2015, um, I decided I was going to change that a little bit, and actually way back in 2003, I worked with a team in California called Outsell Consulting. And I did a lot of work for them for about 18 years. And we worked, we had clients like AOL, Charter Communications, a lot of uh, call center type work. So my forte basically was in was in corporate America, um, not necessarily wanting to be an employee. So eventually in 2015, I decided instead of traveling every week, which I was doing without sell, even though I enjoyed the work, it really became difficult with um, family and just making things happen. And good news, bad news, right? The, the bad news was COVID hit. The good news was it forced me to rethink my business and turn to a more virtual uh, context. So I've been doing virtual now since um, 2015. Uh, I coach a team of nine operation directors in Michigan. Um, I also, ironically, I have a new executive coaching client here in St. Louis who has a team of six or seven web designers and web developers and some administrative people who were actually based in the Philippines and in uh, Serbia. So it's really been an interesting, interesting deal. All of that is all, you know, virtual. Um, so it's and it's worked really well for us. Uh, going back, back on my background uh, was that I, where I really, where I really feel my sweet spot is, is in coaching managers and leaders to be better coaches, not focus on the salespeople, but rather improve the way that they lead their salespeople and how they manage those folks and how they transfer skills. A lot of, a lot of tactical things. So it's, um, it's pretty interesting. It's really interesting when um, when I first went to work for the 3M Business Product Center, which is, was a distributor, uh, the way I got that job is I actually, back in the day, I was cold calling. And I picked up the telephone and called, called in and asked for the vice president of sales. And I got him on the phone, ironically. And I guess whatever I said to him, God forbid, I can't remember what it was, but whatever I said to him, he said, come on down. I want to talk to you. So I ended up in an interview. He hired me on the spot. Um, 
So it was it was not only fortuitous, it was also I was also really lucky. And he, he ended up being he was a great mentor for me. Um this guy had an awesome sense of humor and he was a ex-football coach. So a lot of what I learned was that, but I've had some terrific mentors. And one of the reasons I think that I'm doing as much coaching as I am these days is because I've had some really good coaches. And it's dramatically helped me get better at everything. Uh, and it, everything from interpersonal relationships to emotional intelligence, to see even written communication. Um, so when I've, I've had the opportunity to work with some really, really good people over the years. Absolutely. Um, what else do you think? What else do you want to know? So, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Having great mentors, it definitely accelerates your pace in terms of that learning curve. But, you know, if someone were to hire you, right, let's let's talk about your overall business strategy. What would it look like working with the great Dennis Klump? <laughs> well, I wouldn't go great, but but I appreciate the compliment. I would say uh, what we're working with me would be, number one, doing a lot of planning uh, to begin with. And when I say Planning, talking about every interaction matters, right? So if I have a conversation with you, Ethan, I would, first of all, I'd say, okay, what's the purpose of the conversation? What are we really trying to accomplish? And I would state the purpose of the conversation in a benefit-oriented way to Ethan. So I wouldn't say the purpose of our meeting would be to introduce me. The purpose of my meeting would be to help you communicate my and your organization was better than anybody else's um, and help you make your job even more valuable. So it's always best. So the other thing that I always focus on, even with clients, are desired outcomes. So, for example, our interaction, our conversation, if it goes great, how will we know? Mm. Right? You'll get, obviously, you'll get either positive feedback or you'll get more to maybe even more individuals who pull a tactic or an application or something from the podcast that actually they can use immediately as opposed to great idea, great concept. Everybody says, you know, be professional. Well, my question is, well, what does be professional mean? What does that look like in the real world, right? And it means it's like showing up on time. It means like, you know, being completely prepared for the interaction itself, uh, all down to what agenda will you use? Um, what objections might you get if you're in sales? What's, you know, what are the sensitivities of the client? What right. are they wary of? So it's, uh, I try to be very client centric in my approach. So when people, if somebody were shadowing me, I would try to, in, I would try to encourage them to be super prepared to do a, ton of listening and to just ask really good questions absolutely and i think that i think that cements the relationship and trust you'll hear me say this at the end probably a little bit but trust is a factor in my humble view of building great trust and rapport right away it's not you know and it, trust and rapport can't be a given um so what i mean by that is trust is built on credibility you got to know what you're doing, what you're talking about. Second thing you need to do is you need to do what you say you will do. You need to be reliable. Third thing you need to do is you need to have some sort of a familiarity with the client or with 
your customer. You've got to know them as well as they know you. And the last thing that I would encourage people to do to really be effective at building trust in a report is to have a selfless orientation. It's not about it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the client or the customer and making it about them entirely. So it really shifts in terms of trust, really helps people get more comfortable. And when you're genuinely interested in people and they genuinely ask questions that are curious, um, you want to be eager to help them. You want to be eager to give them what they want. Does that make Absolutely. sense? Yeah, it does. Um, basically, you know, the part of it sounds like when you come into an organization, it's not like a one-size-fits-all approach. It has to be very contextual to their desired outcomes and their pain points that they're experiencing that are kind of blocking them from achieving those outcomes. And the way that Absolutely. you start to break down those walls is to say, let me ask questions about what what troubles you're experiencing along the way. And then through your coaching, you're able to tackle them one by one and achieve those desired outcomes. Is that right? Absolutely. No, that's really, that's spot on. Oh, awesome. Job. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. When you do a discovery, <laughs> yeah, when you do a discovery summary, one of the trends of top people like you is Thank that they are able to play back a quick discovery summary. Here's what I mm. heard, right? And do it in a way that is non-threatening to the client. Mm. So nice job. Well done. Thank you. Look, your coaching's working already. So that actually is a, a beautiful segue into my next question, which is, can you share any specific tactics or tools that have been particularly effective for growing your business? Okay. And you don't have to give us all the, the tricks of the trade and the war chest, but what is one golden nugget that you can provide the audience? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what we found to be a game changer, what I have found personally to be a game changer is something I call a meeting prep worksheet. And again, it is, it's a form that you have to put down on paper. You have to fill it out. But the goal is not to fill out the form. It's it lies the value lies in the critical thinking. It fosters by asking you the right questions. So, for example, we were talking about what's what's the purpose of the meeting in a way that's relevant to the client. What are your desired outcomes? And from your desired outcomes comes the agenda. And then asking the questions: What key messages? Do you want people to hear? What do you want them to think? How do you want them to feel uh, as a result of those things? So a tool like a meeting prep worksheet. And by the way, um, if you want to, I'm happy to um, download a copy and send it your way or send it to any of your readers. So if you want to put it in the notes, we can do that as well. Awesome. That's that's incredibly generous. And we'll talk about that towards the end of the episode. So um, along the way, you've experienced a tremendous amount of success in your vertical, but w there's no such thing as a business without challenges, right? <laughs> if that was the case, everyone would be a successful business owner. So sure. how, have you, how have you overcome any specific challenges in uh, along the way? Uh, no, that's, that's a really interesting question. Um, I'll give you a quick example. Um, last year, I did a, a really lengthy project with FedEx. And they were for their emerging managers, people who were going from being package handlers into the first stage of leadership. And I was a, here's a personal challenge. I was a Mac user for the past 11 years. Mm -hmm. So I was used to the Mac rating system. 
And I was definitely not used to multiple screens. And I hadn't worked on a PC for like uh, at least seven, maybe 12 years. I hadn't wow. worked on a PC. So making the transition into the Microsoft world from Macworld was not easy. It was pretty challenging. And I did not do well, but I managed through it. And uh, with a little guidance and a little help, um, everything everything worked out well. But it was it was tough for a while. Um, and what I had realized was that what I had to learn was it's not, you know, it's not the system. It's just learning what the nuances are and what mm -hmm. the mechanics are. So, right. and I think I mentioned it to you um, yesterday about Zoom. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm team Mac all the way. I haven't used the PC in years and hopefully knock on wood, I never have to. <laughs> but um, be, I would be, say... Be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that, that brings me to another good point too, because talking about changes in the environment and changes within the industry, especially in technology, things are growing so quickly. Um, how do you stay up to date with the latest trends and developments in your industry? Um, I think I think all... Um, all good people are continuous learners. Mm -hmm. They continue to they continue to approach they continue to approach every interaction as as one that matters. And they walk away from that conversation saying, "What did I learn? What resonated with me? What what do I want to make sure I keep on my radar uh, going forward? What would I share with a colleague? What would be what what are the next steps?" So asking those questions of yourself keeps you on a deliberate learning, uh, maybe more on purpose, on purpose than not, on purpose learning for yourself as opposed to just walking away from a conversation and, and saying, yeah, that was a really good conversation. But what did I learn? What can I take away that would actually help me in my day-to-day -day or help my clients or help my customers? So doing that deliberately on purpose more consistently is a is a big factor, I think. Absolutely. Very well said. And then what about, you know, partnerships and collaborations? Have you formed any strategic partnerships within your vertical that have allowed you either for, you know, new business to come in or for you to provide more value to your end consumer? What specifically has helped you there? Yeah, no, that's um it's a it's an interesting thing that I have stayed pretty close to a lot of the associates, the colleagues that I worked with at Outsell Consulting, and there are a lot of people that have split off and started their own consulting practices. Um, I can think of a couple. I, I have a very good friend, Jeff Kirchenman, who um, is out of Salt Lake City, Utah, and he has done a great job with a company called the Coaching Circuit. So give him a little bit of press. I also work with a gentleman named Bob Davis, who has a company in, I want to say Atlanta, Georgia, um, which is called uh, Robert C. Davis and Associates. And I work with a lot of his team, uh, especially on things like FedEx, where a single individual uh, can't make a difference, but a team of people can. So I think I think both of those were are really good relationships. And then I try to say uh, very close to my clients. Um, the CEO at Creative Dining Services is a very good friend and also a great client that I've been working with for the past four years, a guy named Jim Eikhoff. 
very cool guy and uh, got a great team, good operation directors, really good, um, good leadership team. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, this has been great. It's been a great conversation. And my last question, and perhaps the most important, as someone with the industry expertise that you have, what advice would you give other business owners looking to succeed in your industry? Ooh, that's a that's a loaded question, Ethan. But but thanks for asking. It's it's a couple of things. Number one is I think I think everybody has to have a vision of what success looks like. That doesn't necessarily mean goals. Uh, goals are certainly important. So are habits. But but I think it becomes really important to have a you know where are we going with this? And I I use the analogy with some of my clients. It's like getting into a, a time machine and going out three years and you get out of the time machine and what do you see? What's right. what's happened? What's changed? What's really good? What's going on? Um, and having a clear vision of success drives, I think, drives everything. And if the leader communicates that to his team and everybody gets it, then they all drive in the same direction. Um, besides vision, it's important to say what kind of people do we want to be along the way? What are our values, integrity, perseverance, um, self-control, indomitable spirit, whatever that looks like. Um, and from there, I think you go to goals. But I don't think until you get vision and values in place mm. that it's smart to really try and tackle a lot of goals. Second thing I would say probably on this in terms of um, what I would be recommending Um again, is when you're through learning, you are through. So, you know, I think that's a big, just means, that just means read. It means, you know, we have so much information today yeah. uh, on the web in particular. You can, I mean, you can learn to do anything on the web pretty much. Um, not, but it's got to be motivation. It's got to be, it's an inside job. You got to be motivated to do it. But I would encourage I would encourage people to always be learning. Um, John Wooten, a pretty good basketball coach, um, said when you're through learning, you're through. You're done. Yep. So, and, and I kind of believe that. Um, I think also we talked about, and we talked about this earlier, um, I think creating trust and rapport is, I think top producers that I've worked with create trust and rapport more quickly than other people. And they do that by being believable. They do that by being reliable. They do that by understanding the client really well, even sometimes better than they know themselves. And the last thing they do is they they make the client more important than they are. Right. So it's Absolutely. an ego challenge. Yeah. Does that make the, sense? Cl the client is the hero. You are Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're the trusted guide. So we are Dennis. the guide. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for joining today. What is the best way for people to get in touch with you? If they're looking to work with you or looking to learn from you, what's good contact information uh, for you? I'm I'm happy to answer that. Contact information, you can reach me at Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S, at DennisClamp.com. You can also reach me uh, via mobile, 314-517-8750. And you can certainly look me up on LinkedIn and uh, shoot me a connection request. And I'm happy to uh, to help in any way I can. And I again, I really appreciate 
you orchestrating this, Ethan. And thanks for just thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Dennis. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. Take care. Have a great week. Same to you. Bye.